0: Hey friends, welcome to another bite-sized edition of Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy and I am your host and thank you so much for being here. So I am coming at you from my phone again, really just didn't feel like getting out the microphone and setting it all up turning on zoom, just wasn't feeling it, keeping it real. So my phone it is. I I'm having like a vision of Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Like, yes, I love technology. I have a love-hate relationship with technology, but right now I'm kind of loving it. Like McDonald's. I'm loving it. I don't know if that's the melody. But anyway. So, <laughs> if you haven't turned it off yet, thanks. Um So this is going to be a true bite-sized edition, and I really just wanted to share with you my experience this past weekend. My son and I took a solo trip up to Anaheim. Me and him, dad was elsewhere, and we did an overnight visit. So we have spent nights alone. My son is four, so we have spent nights alone, just the two of us, but this was the first time we had ever actually gone out of town together. My son loves staying at hotels, and so we went to downtown Disney a Saturday afternoon, stayed in the hotel Saturday night, and then went to downtown Disney the next morning for a little bit and then came home. And... I was a bit nervous. Um, I really wanted to stay in the hotel because my son just loves staying in them and we hadn't stayed in a hotel for a long time. I'm really fighting the urge to say hotel. Um, And so my husband had to go out and shoot a side-by-side vehicle and I thought the trip was going to be longer for him. So I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll just take Milo up to downtown Disney. We'll do an overnight Come to find out, my husband actually wasn't going to be gone as long as I anticipated, but it was fine. Um, my son was super, super stoked about going to downtown Disney, and um, I was too. But at the same time, I was I was nervous. So the reason I was nervous was because when we travel, you know, we travel with the three of us, and if we have to run into a store. Or take the luggage into the hotel, which it's like a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, you know, one of us will usually stay in the car or one of us will go up to the room, one of us, me. I will stay in the car with my son or um, I will go up to the hotel room with my son and And my husband will either make multiple trips out to the car or, you know, pile everything on, um, a luggage cart and wheel it on inside. So I just didn't know what to expect. And I am a highly sensitive person. And so spending this amount of time away from the comfort zone of home with just my son, um, was a bit daunting for me but I wanted to do it and I knew that no matter what we would survive just like Gloria Gaynor I would survive um I might be a little bruised and a little broken but um I would make it and my son would make it <laughs> and we actually got out of the house at a decent time on Saturday like he was super cooperative. Um I think because he knew we were going someplace that he really really loved and we got out of the house at a decent time and I I'm all about setting expectations with my son. So it was just like okay, we are going to leave the house we are going to get mama coffee. We are going to go to your grandparents' house and get your Duplo train set. And then we are going to go to Best Buy to find the charging cable for your tablet that I put somewhere where I wouldn't forget where I put it. And then I forgot where I put it. So I was like, please, God, please let Best Buy have the charging cables. So thankfully they did. And I mean, it's it was an hour and a half, a two hour hour car ride for my son. And, you know, he's, he's fine for, you know, brief spurts of time, but that's, that's a long time. And as a kid, dude, once I had my Game Boy on car trips, I was like set. So got the charging cable, got on the road, um, had to make a pit stop. And that's another thing where, you know, usually like one of us would swap out and stay in the car and I'm like, okay, bud, have to get out, have to go to the bathroom. You need to come with me. Made sure we had his ear protectors because he's very sensitive to sound and, um, you know, made the pit stop. No challenges there. Got back on the road, um, got up to Anaheim and then like, I was like, okay, we're here early. And so I told him, I'm like, okay, bud, um, we're going to go see if our room's ready And if it's not, we'll just go to downtown Disney. And I was like, please, like, this just makes life so much easier if I can just take all my shit up at one time. And so we go to check in, get him out of the car, go to check in. And they're like, no, you need to come back in an hour. So I'm like, fine, we'll just go to downtown Disney. Stick him back in the car, go to downtown Disney and had a really great time. Like he was so excited to be there. The, oh my gosh, So the thing that he loves is the monorail, and I don't know that he remembers being on it because the last time we were on it was pre-COVID, and every time we've gone to downtown Disney since, the monorail has not been working, which really has made our life (laughs) easier, and then we heard that it had reopened. And then we heard that it closed on January 24th. So I was like, okay, although it sucks to have to tell him it's still not operating, it's much easier to tell him that than for him to see it operating and know that we don't have tickets to Disneyland or California Adventure. Now, pre-COVID, we were annual pass holders. We could go whenever we wanted. It would have been a moo point. Bonus points to you if you catch that reference. So it would have been Moo. And uh, I was like, okay, we're going to go. The monorail's not going to be working. It's cool. It's going to be fine. So we get there, and my son's like, I think it's working. I'm like, I don't know, bud. You know, knowing that, yeah, it closed January 24th. So the Lego store is right under the monorail track. As we're headed towards the Lego store, what do we see? The monorail. I was like, oh shit, like what the fuck is happening? And so my son was like, look, Mom, like I told you I knew it. I'm like, oh, there's that that intuition thing there. Okay. And then it was about 10 minutes of upset because he really wanted to go on the monorail, and I was trying to explain that we didn't have tickets that the monorail actually went into Disneyland Park. And for us to be able to ride the monorail, we needed tickets to Disneyland. And he was just so upset. And I'm like, oh my, like, already? Already this is starting? And this is one of those, those moments for me. This is one of the things that really challenges me as a mom because... One, I I do identify as a highly sensitive person. I am very sensitive to my son. I don't like seeing him upset, but I do understand that that is just part of life and and our experience here. Um, But I was just like, I came in strolling along thinking the monorail was not going to be open and it was and I was like, shit. So, you know, I'm trying to just explain things as best I can to him. And he's pretty inconsolable. And, you know, I just telling – he's like, I want to go. And I just said, look, buddy, like, I I get it. Like, I understand. I know how badly you want to go on the monorail. I do too, buddy. I wish we had tickets. I wish we could go. The next time we come, if it's running – we're going to be able to go on it because we're planning a family trip there. And it took some time, but eventually, like, he worked through it. We worked through it together. And then we went and got a churro. <laughs> so, like, life was made better by a churro. Um, and then we went to the Lego store and, you know, he... He picked out something and wanted the monorail, the Lego monorail. It was like a hundred bucks. I'm like, I'm not spending a hundred bucks on Legos. So we found something that he liked. And then I did my little thing where I bought like a $10 gift card and gave it to someone in line, which like I always love doing. It just makes me feel good. And, you know, then we like walked to a fountain and, you know, just enjoyed our time. We went into stores. So usually when I go into stores, I go in alone because my son just gets really antsy in the stores and I can't really look at anything. And so, you know, I crouched down next to him and I said, okay, bud, like we did the Lego store, we did the churros, we did the fountain. Um, mama wants to go into a couple of these stores. So I just, I I need you to be patient and just, you know, be, be cool while I like look through some stuff. And, um, it was actually like really good. And then we, walked over to the Disneyland Hotel. So like by this time it's evening. We walk over to the Disneyland Hotel and I use the bathroom and then, because I'm sure you really need to know that. And then we like walked by um, Goofy's Kitchen. I don't know why I'm giving you this play-by-play, but I am. So we walked by Goofy's Kitchen and he saw the characters. Then he was super bummed that we couldn't go into Goofy's Kitchen. So you know, again, just, I I get it, buddy. Like, I get you want to go in there. I I get it. Like, it looks like a lot of fun. Hopefully when we come, we can do this. Then it was going over the bridge, over the pool so that he could see the monorail slide. And then talking to me about how much he wanted to go down the slide. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, it is such a bummer that just couldn't do everything that he wanted to do because I wanted to do it all too but you know it's just how life works sometimes it's okay so then we start walking towards the parking lot and there's this little grassy area so we start running around and then all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh I have to go pee I'm like that's like a five minute walk back to the bathroom at the hotel and he was like kind of in panic mode and I'm like okay okay so stick him in his stroller thank god I had that and I'm like running back to the Disneyland hotel so we can use the bathroom there and I'm just like I'm so tired so then we walk all the way back and get to the car and then we go check into the hotel and there are no luggage carts So I, again, have to set the expectation, okay, bud, we're going to have to make multiple trips to the car, but I need your help. Like you can push the elevator buttons, like you can carry your backpacks. And it was three trips (laughs) because it's like the suitcases, our ice chest, his little portable potty, Um, his, like, he has this Lego train set that he always sets up in the room. That's like his routine. So it was just a lot. And he was great. Like, he was just like such a team player. Like, that's always what I try to like instill in him is like, we are, we're a family, we're a team, we help each other, we work together. And, you know, I was just like, dude, you were so awesome. Like, thanks for being such a great, you know, partner and, you know, pushing the buttons on the elevator. And it was like actually the first time that, you know, I could say push number four and he would push number four, or number one. It was like really cool. Then we had to order dinner and then we had to go pick dinner up. So then I go put him back in the car. Then we go to CVS first so I can get some water and, and some little bottles of Moscato that I actually didn't drink. And then we go to the Cheesecake Factory to go pick up dinner. And my husband had actually ordered it for us. But I thought it had already been paid. So we are waiting outside for 10 minutes. And my son was getting antsy. So he's sitting on my shoulders. And then I text my husband. And he's like, no, it's not paid for. You need to go inside. So then I go inside. And my kid's like wobbling on my shoulders and playing with my head. And I'm like standing there. <laughs> and I'm just like so tired (laughs) like totally not the image of sophistication togetherness like just not and I'm just like fuck it just is what it is it's fine it's all it's all good so then I'm talking to some woman there as we're waiting for the food and um I just said yeah it's been a long day like we drove out from San Diego and and went to downtown Disney and um and uh she was like, Oh, she's like, he's being so good. And, and I knew what her intent was. And I said, he's, he's always good. I go, there are just some moments that are more challenging than others, but he's always good. And so I smiled at her and she smiled back. And I think she kind of got where I was going with that. And, um, then we left, went back to the hotel. Our dinner was absolutely cold by that point. Um, And then I heated it up in the microwave and he was tripping out on that because we don't own a microwave. So I was like explaining to him how that worked. And then eventually we went to sleep. And then the next morning, surprisingly, we woke up. We were able to get down to their pseudo buffet breakfast before it closed, which like we're actually never able, we were never able to do like before, like pre-COVID. So I don't know, God was totally smiling down on me, I guess. And uh, then they have like this little, like five hole mini golf course and a basketball court. And so he wanted to do that. And I'm like, we're not on any time constraints, like let's do it. So we went and got golf clubs and golf balls and did that. And that was his first time playing mini golf and he just loved it. And then we attempted to play basketball, I totally see why I never tried out for the team when I was in high school and, um, had a good time. And then we went back to downtown Disney and for the first hour, it was just a shit show. Like everything, everything upset him. Like we went to the Lego store, we went in and out of the Lego store probably five or six times because I would not buy him the monorail Lego set. And it was just a lot. And then you know, we went to Starbucks and waited in line. And I had told him like, after I ordered my drinks, I waited like 15 minutes in line. I said, okay, like after I order my drink, you can use my phone until I get my drink, which would be probably about five minutes. And then I said, but once we leave Starbucks, I need my phone back. You need to give me my phone back. So he said, okay. And then completely flipped out when I went to take the phone away. And then we, we got through that and then we went to Disneyland and stood outside the gates and watched the train. And then it was a lot of upset about not being able to ride the train. And it was, it was a lot for me to just deal with a lot of these big emotions and be really working on emotion regulation for myself. And a lot of it was just saying like, look, I, I get it. Like, I I understand. I wish we could go in there too, buddy. I wish we could ride the train too. And when we come, as long as it's running, because I've gotten myself into that little pickle, as long as it's running, we will go on it. And we will go on it as many times as you want. Like, but I, I get it. It's a bummer that we can't go in. and I And me personally, I'm like, God, this does suck because... I was a pass holder for so long I could just go in whenever I wanted and so it really (laughs) made me appreciate just that freedom you know that we used to have before and so after we got through the first hour like the next hour that we spent there was like as he says easy peasy lemon squeezy. And, you know, we went to the little garden area at, um, the Disneyland hotel kind of ran around again, then got in the car and got on the road and, you know, driving home, I was just like, I'm really glad I did this. And I'm glad for a number of reasons. One, I just, I think it's really important to have like one-on-one time with like your parent and your child, like. I had that a lot with my mom, but it wasn't ever like intentional. It was just circumstances. And so I think when you're intentional about that and they get that dedicated time with, with each parent, I, I personally think that that's so important, but it really kind of increased my, not kind of, like it did increase my confidence as just a mom and being able to to handle things and know that even if something felt really overwhelming in that moment, or I was frustrated with something, really just having the opportunity to look at each situation and ask myself, okay, like, why am I feeling overwhelmed? Why am I feeling frustrated? And sometimes it was just like, I just wasn't able to make everything all better. And that sucked. Because I I love my son so much and it sucks to see him upset. But I know, again, that that's a part of life. So trying to just help him through those moments while also acknowledging for myself, like, this is hard. This is hard for me because, one, it's just hard for me as a mom to see my son upset. But, two, it's also hard for me because I'm trying to help my son regulate his emotions when that is something that I am still learning how to do for myself. And so it feels like doubly hard, like double whammy, like that old game show, Press Your Luck, you know? I'm like, no whammy, no whammy, no whammies, and I get a double whammy. And I also got to see, like, how he's just becoming this really cool person, you know? And I loved that he was able to to help because he loved he loves helping most of the time and so I love that like he got to be an active participant in our in our trip in bringing our stuff inside and you know cleaning stuff up and going to pick up dinner just like all of these routine things that that my husband really does a lot when we travel like it was just me and my kid and and we were doing it on our own and it was just really cool. And it was really cool to not be under any time constraint and just kind of chill out Sunday morning and play mini golf and do basketball. Like we had already checked out. It's probably why our key card didn't work to get into the mini golf course in the basketball court. <laughs> but, um, nevertheless, we got in And it was just cool to spend that time with my kid doing different types of things. And again, just not being on a time constraint because during the week, like that, that is our life is just getting ready in the morning so that my husband and I can work so that my kid can get to daycare and have breakfast. And then in the evenings, it's, you know, getting everything done before we need to get him to bed at a reasonable time, which is something that we struggle with, um, But it was just a really cool experience and I'm sharing this with you because I think so often we overlook these magical moments that are really just so small and we rush through life, we're not present and I was present with him. And, you know, I have some days where I'm not great at that, but I really do try to be. But this whole weekend, I was very present with him. And I feel like our connection is stronger, at least like my connection to him is stronger because of this weekend. And as I mentioned before, like my confidence increased because I spent time with my kid, just me and him, out of like the comfort zone of our home and our neighborhood and everything that was familiar to us. I mean, granted, Disney is very familiar, but it's not like home. And we survived and I feel like I did a really good job and I feel like he did a good job and we worked together to accomplish things and... It was just amazing. And so it's something that I, you know, acknowledged with him. It's something that I'm acknowledging within myself. Single parents, I was like, wow, single parents do this all the time. Like, especially if it's like, I mean, my gosh, like even women like or, or men or whomever, like, you know, and they have a partner in the military and they're everything, while that, that person is on deployment, like it really gave me like a greater appreciation for what those people do on a regular basis. Like it's, it's hard. And it's not to say that like what I do on a daily basis isn't hard either, but it gave me a greater appreciation for what these people that, that are single parents, like what they do do on a daily basis and I was like dude those people should be so freaking proud of themselves and I think we we don't do that enough like we don't acknowledge like that we're proud of ourselves like we're we're afraid to say that for maybe a fear of appearing like arrogant or conceited and I think we should absolutely be proud of ourselves. I mean, that's something that I'm really trying to instill in my son is that he should be proud of himself. Above everybody else being proud of him, he needs to be proud of himself. And so I think, like as adults, we need to acknowledge that, which we're proud of ourselves for. And I was like, we we lived! We lived. This is amazing. And we did great. Like we worked together, we had fun. It was awesome. Not to say it didn't come without its challenges, but we got through them and we got through them together. And so, as I said, you know, I'm just sharing this because so many of these moments over the weekend were just pure magic. And it wasn't just because we were Disney. They were just magic. And we just get so busy that we lose sight of that. We're not present. A lot of the time, and we lose sight of like the magic that is literally right in front of your face. The magic that you are living and experiencing, we don't see it, but it's there. And if you would just like be present and open your mind and open your heart, you'd see it. So I encourage you after you listen to this episode be present. Focus your attention on the people that you're spending time with or focus your attention on what it is you're doing or where you are in that moment. And just focus on that and look for the magic because it's there. You know, it's not at the the end of a rainbow. I mean, it might be, but everyday magic exists and we just have to open ourselves up to believing that it does and opening our hearts to accepting it in whatever form it presents itself to us as. I know there's magic in your day today. And when you find it, I would love to know what it is. So you can share it with me on Instagram. You can take a screenshot of the podcast and tag me in it, share it in your stories. And tell me what's magical about your day. What magic did you uncover What magic did you experience in your day? Because the world needs to know about the good stuff that's just abundant. We just have to be willing to see it. As always, friends, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being here. This was a big bite size edition, but when I'm talking about my son, I could probably talk forever. So thank you for listening, and I'll talk with you soon.